Why are you running for governor? Because over the years, I've seen our political system go down the drain along with the state of Michigan. Our government is not doing what their job is. In a republic, we, the people, are in charge. And they've been abusing us for years, raising taxes, not providing the things that they're supposed to do, like fix the roads, fix the infrastructure, which should have been maintained over years, not wait until the last minute, and now it's a big price tag for us. Is this your first run for public office? No, I actually ran for Congress a couple of times on the libertarian ticket. Why vote libertarian? Because libertarians believe in a limited constitutional government and more liberty for the people. They are very much in favor of the republic that this country was founded on, that we the people are in charge of the government and the government's supposed to work for us. Over the years, this has been violated by our government because they now think that they're in charge and they can do whatever they want and or corporations can do whatever they want and the people are what they call, quote, consumers. We are citizens of this country and being a citizen, we have the power and we are sovereign. What is the proper role then of state government and what would your governing style be like if you were elected? Well, the proper role for government is to Listen to the pulse of the people, what the people need and what the people want. Obviously, to take care of the infrastructure, it's their house. You know, they're in charge of the house, so to speak. The, the infrastructure, the, the roads and all that has to be done and, and, and the pollutions of the waterways. We have the greatest waterways in the, the United States and the, they're very polluted. And Back 30 years ago, 40 years ago, when I was teaching school, I was singing a song called Pollution back then. So they haven't fixed anything with the, with the pollution problems in the water. Now we're, un, now we're running into um, electronic pollution with the smart meters, with the uh, cell towers and Wi-Fi and everything else that's being involved. And by the way, we are electrical beings, and we get affected by those electrical uh, issues or by those electrical devices. You've mentioned a couple of issues that happen to be uh, issues that uh, our listeners have told us uh, are uh, of great importance to them uh, in this particular election cycle. Uh, the four that they identified most were uh, education, water quality, transportation, and gerrymandering was another one that came up. Let's take each one individually. If you were governor, how would you improve Michigan's infrastructure, its roads? Well, that is a, something that has to be done over a long period of time. Michigan has the money. Michigan's always had the money. Uh, they continue to tax us. They continue to play the I'm broke part, uh, but they end up wasting money on other issues. Uh, one of the particular issues that I ran into was the uh, purchase of the Senate office building, which they paid $41 million for. And that building was appraised for only $12 million. Somebody made $29 million on that deal, and it wasn't the people of Michigan. So they have the money. Otherwise, how would they be able to buy these kinds of luxurious issues or luxurious things such as the Senate office building? So you wouldn't uh, raise taxes, for example, to pay for the roads? Absolutely not. I would not raise taxes. I would, uh, in fact, I want, we need to eliminate the income tax. Uh, the problem with the amount of taxes that we have is it keeps people uh, constantly broke and constantly working to try to make a living. 
Some of them are having difficulty making ends meet. This is a problem because when they're that tight on their budgets, they can't spend money and they can't uh, help the economy by buying things in Michigan to help boom the economy. And, and we, if we brought in industry back like we had it in the 40s, I know we were the auto industry back then, but if any industry, we got technology, new technologies out there. We've got new industries that we could develop. We've got technologies on how to, to take care and clean up the environment, green technologies, all kinds of new things. These things should be coming into Michigan because we have the infrastructure to deal with that, that as we have in the past. Doesn't state government need a certain level of revenue, though, to do basic functions? I mean, you can't totally eliminate all taxes, can you? Oh, I didn't say all taxes. No, no, no. I, right, right. Just the uh, income tax. Yeah, right. We have gasoline tax. We have uh, other kinds of uh, indirect taxes that they that they put on us. We have the sales tax. Inter- interesting enough, back in uh, John Engler's time, they raised the sales tax from 4% to 6%, promising up, us a reduction in the properties, in the property tax. Uh, but property taxes based on inflation. So now we have the same high property taxes, and we have a six cent sales tax. So this is a constant uh, uh, provide more and more money for us. We need more money. We need more money. But the problem is that the people in in the state of Michigan are not earning more money. the The economy isn't booming. People are struggling, but the government isn't struggling. How would you ensure that we have safe, clean drinking water? I really believe that those people that have polluted the system, and there have been a lot of corporations out there that have polluted the system through uh, toxic wastes and so on and so forth, need to clean up their act, need to be either charged all the monies responsible for cleaning up and taking care of their particular pollution issues that they did, rather than have put it on the people and put it on the state because it, it isn't the state issue. It's a corporation issue that they've made millions of dollars on and then they've turned around and dumped the toxic wastes into the waterways and on the land. This is part of the problem. You know, we're, in, we're importing waste from Canada, toxic waste. I don't get it. Canada's got a large enough piece of property over there. Why don't they dump it in Canada? Why do they dump it in the U.S., in Michigan? One of the things that uh, uh, has been used regularly by Republicans and Democrats to try to boost Michigan's economy would be tax breaks for corporations. What would you do about those? Well, the climate is what requires uh, uh, looking at, and that, that climate, the uh, climate to bring industry into Michigan is not only the tax break, but it's the the uh, workforce that the workforce can handle what the particular corporation needs. It's the education process that, that will educate those particular people and those particular trades and or uh, technologies. So it's it's a it's a great area of things that have to be looked at, not just a tax break. Would you close those loopholes? Would you do away with the corporate tax breaks or offer them in some cases, if it makes sense? Well, the interesting part about this is that the corporation doesn't pay the tax, the corporate tax we do when we buy the product. There's a corporate tax based on that. 
Uh, so if we're paying that tax to begin with and we're giving the corporation a break, then that m- extra money that we've been paying in as a tax doesn't get to the state. Instead, the corporation gets the benefit of a break on that. How would you improve Michigan's schools if you were governor? Uh, I taught school for 31 years, uh, and I taught kids uh, different trades. In other words, I taught the home construction program where kids built houses. And uh, some of the kids that couldn't handle a pencil in class and didn't know math and didn't know English and couldn't read, and you gave them a blueprint. You said our final goal is to have this house by the end of the year. And all of a sudden, they could read, they could write, they could do math because I wasn't doing it for them. I was helping them and directing them. So there was a trade and a reason for the, that particular student to learn how to do that particular, those particular skills that he had to do to complete the job. Uh, and, and I did teach English. I did teach industrial, or industrial arts, woodshop drafting, as well as American history and government. And those kind of classes, uh, there has to be a need. The, kid has, the, the student has to have a desire that, you know, this is important to me because somewhere along the line I'm going to need it. Uh, that's number one. Uh, a need is important. I want to get rid of Common Core because that is the most destructive as far as education, as far as I'm concerned, and no child left behind. Some children need to be left behind. Some children want to be left behind because they don't have the skills to move on to the next level. So how do you get them to the next level? I mean, Just, uh, you know, in, in any case, you have to give them reasons to work and reasons to learn and, and work at it. Some kids at that particular period in time in their life aren't interested in English or aren't interested in reading or whatever. Maybe a year from now, that student would take that class or take that interest and become more involved in it. Our listeners have identified gerrymandering as a problem. That's the process of they're referring to uh, the way the political boundaries are drawn in Michigan. Do you think it's a problem? And if so, what should be done about it? I do think it's a problem, and I'm not quite sure if their solution is the best solution at this point. This is something that's going to have to be studied and figured out how it's going to work the best. But uh, it is um, a problem that I see when you put a, a, quote, party into office and that party readjusts the lines in order so they can get their party people back in office. This is uh, not what the what the Constitution and our government originally in the Republic had in mind when they developed the the voting system. We have to be able to vote for the candidates of our choice and not be uh, brought around because you're in a Democratic district, but you happen to be a Republican that has a good idea uh, because you're Democrat, people vote Democrat, and they avoid listening to who the candidate is. I'd love to see the parties totally go away. Voters are going to decide here in Michigan in November whether to make recreational marijuana legal uh, in Michigan, at least certain amounts of it. We already have legal medical marijuana. Uh, Do you support or oppose legal pot and why? I support, uh, and I don't want to use the word pot, I would rather use the word cannabis. Because cannabis was brought into the United States way back at the beginning of the United States and it was in the 40s that the oil companies, the textile companies, the um, uh, 
paper company, and, and those big industries came up with this idea of marijuana. Marijuana being a Mexican term came from Mexico. They couldn't have said we're going to ban cannabis because the people would have rebelled. But they came up with this marijuana idea, and they used that marijuana idea to uh, make it evil and, and get the uh, laws passed in the, in the federal government to ban it. But hemp was one of the major products in the United States for years. And not only marijuana is such a, or cannabis is such a small little issue of the whole hemp situation, but it was the hemp plant that they stopped production of because they didn't want to have competition making paper. That's the paper companies. They didn't want competition with the oil companies because hemp is a totally biodegradable kind of uh, green product that pr- produces no pollution but yet can power a vehicle and or you, we could use the oil from hemp. We can make clothes out of hemp, plastics out of hemp. In fact, Henry Ford in the 40s made a vehicle almost completely out of hemp, including the structure of the vehicle, and uh, he took a sledgehammer to it and showed that this is, you know, he called it thermoplastic. It was made from hemp. Uh, so the steel industries and all the other industries out there have a problem with a product that would be considered a um, agricultural product, cause no pollution at all. You want to have no pollution in the environment uh, from the oil industries or any of the other industries then you would develop hemp and you would use the products to build houses, to make clothes, to do whatever. And again, going back to cannabis is one of the small little issues of it. And our bodies do have receptors for the uh, cannabis products, basically uh, CBD oils and so on and so forth. So it's actually a good thing for us, not a bad thing for us. Immigration is a national issue, obviously, uh, but in Michigan, it's also a state issue. We're a border state. Uh, Governor Snyder says immigration's been good for Michigan. Uh, President Trump has been critical of not just illegal immigration, but uh, immigration in general. Uh, What kind of policies would you have if you were governor? Well, I obviously wouldn't have uh, uh, sanctuary cities because uh, immigration is a federal issue. And immigration is in the Constitution as a responsibility of the president to resolve the, the uh, process of immigration. And I have no issue with somebody coming in legally going through the process. I do have problems with people coming across the borders. There's no other country that allows somebody to walk into their country um, unannounced, illegal, and, and stay there. And take the advantage of those people. Do you think immigration overall has been a net gain, a net good for America? My parents came from another country. So, yes, I, I agree that immigration isn't a bad thing and we, and we like the multiculturalism. But when you come to America, you are an American. You're not going to come to America and try to change America to your culture that you left. The other problem is that we, this country have created the immigration problem because we bombed out um, Syria and Lebanon and 
all of the Middle East countries, and these people are living in, in very poor conditions, and they want to find a place that they can be uh, safe with their family. So they immigrate over here when they can. Now, you're one of two libertarians running for the party's nomination in the August primary. The other is uh, Bill Jalineau, who has uh, been a chairperson of the, uh, of the Michigan Libertarian Party. Uh, what makes you the better of the two candidates running for the nomination? Well, I think I have the, uh, both the school background, being in, in the college, and I think I have the um, military background, which helps me plan, organize, and so on and so forth. By the way, I did run a construction company since 1984, so I built homes and uh, am able to handle budgets when it's required to uh, work with people that work with me, labor force, as well as the construction of the house itself, the materials, and so on and so forth, as well as um, teaching. I think I have gained fantastic uh, uh, abilities to be calm and collective with students and patient and so on and so forth. So I think I have a great background and, and a, a great variety of different things in my background that would be very positive towards running the state of Michigan. Michigan's government is considered to be one of the least transparent among all the states, if not the least transparent. How would you make it more transparent? First thing I would do is I like to see a new oath of office. Uh, and that oath of office says that if you take a bribe, if you promise anything, if you uh, are being paid for particular things with the intention that those uh, companies or corporations that pay you are going to uh, expect something from you when you get into Lansing, uh, you can be held liable and end up in jail. This would be a federal – this would be not a federal, but a, uh, but a, um, a crime that would be a jailable offense. The problem that we have right now is – you know, get a slap on the wrist, maybe have to pay a couple hundred dollars or a thousand or two. Uh, but in the scheme of things, it's it doesn't keep the people from being, uh, you know, take a little graft here, take a little graft there. And we know that this is going on constantly. This kind of bantering back and forth with corporations, they don't pay any attention to us. They're paying attention to those that are paying the bills, that are paying them the monies to operate. One big uh, problem right now is the 5G system that they're trying to force upon us. The Senate voted for it and gave it approval. 5G, you mean telecommunications? Yes, yes, yes. As opposed to 4G, yes. LTE, that, okay. Yes, and, and the whole idea is because your computer will be faster, whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's what damage that's doing to the human body. The human body is electrical. And if that doesn't resonate with the body, it creates problems with the body. And I've been involved with the smart meter issue for some time. And I've seen that the smart meter issue is causing some people some serious issues, health issues, heart palpitations. I'm not aware of any not, studies that, that, that support that claim, though. There are lots of studies out there. Lots of doctors have, have done that. How open should our government be? The state government should be pretty open. We don't, we're not uh, fighting uh, terrorism uh, across the country or in another world. We're not doing things that require uh, secrecy. Part of the problem is, such as I mentioned, the state office, Senate building. You know, this stuff goes on behind closed doors. What happened to the uh, $60 million that was collected for 
roads from the 10 cent gas tax? Where did that go? How was it spent? We don't know. Uh, we'd have to do some serious digging to find out. What other uh, functions are the government getting involved, state government getting involved in? And some of that information can be obtained through the Freedom of Information Act, but at a cost. As somebody who's made FOIA requests as a journalist, uh, sometimes the uh, local governments, state governments, they'll charge you a lot of money for the information you want. Uh, and that makes it difficult to get that information. Uh, do we need to ease that? Absolutely. Plus the fact that the matter is a lot of it's redacted. You don't even know what it says because they cut out some of the major lines in there, so you're not really sure what that F FOIA request says. Yes, I, I agree with you. FOIA should be, if you're working for me, if you are my public servant, my public functionary, and your job is to work for me, then I should know everything you're, be, you're doing, shouldn't I? Certainly that had to do with my money. I mean, your private life is not my concern, what you do outside the, the job. But while you're on the job, while you're working for me, then I should know what you're doing. 